1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard as we look back on an incredible couple of days in Scottish football. Celtic are now 21 points behind Rangers after a Covid hit team was held at home to Hibs. Derek McInnes confirmed Stephen Gerrard's interested in signing Aberdeen's Scott Wright and Leanne Dempster is the new Chief Executive of Queen's Park. I'm Gordon Duncan. Joining me tonight is Gordon Diel and Roger Hanna. Yes indeed Gordon. Rangers want to get Mr Wright and they want him by the end of this month. Celtic seem to get everything wrong. Hibs snatch a last minute equaliser As 13 players and Neil Lennon Are forced into self-isolation And every league under the Premiership and Championship Is forced into cold storage for at least three weeks We're next in this crazy season Yeah, it's never a quiet day, Gordon uh, Obviously it's been a very interesting two days um, Obviously Celtic last night against Hibs Missing so many players I've got to say, I, I felt a little bit for Gavin Strachan last night He'd answer a lot of questions. I don't think it was his role to answer them. I know he was in charge. But it'll be interesting to see where it goes from here now. And uh, interesting to hear some the Celtic fans on tonight obviously not very happy with their club. 0141-951-1025. You know what to do. Give us a call and let us know what is on your mind. No shortage uh, of opinions, I would imagine. At Clyde SSB on Twitter, Roger Hanna, an old tabloid man like yourself. You've seen a lot in the weird and wonderful world of Scottish football. Ever seen anything quite like this? Oh, Manic Monday yesterday. It was one of those days where everywhere you turned, something else was happening. I was just getting my head around the fact that there would be no League One, no League Two, no Highland, no Lowland, no junior football for the next three weeks and possibly beyond. When the statement comes out from Celtic Park, 13 players plus Christopher Julian, plus the manager, plus the assistant manager. Um, as if that wasn't bad enough It was a day of a game Does mention Gavin Strachan You know you, you do You feel sorry for him What a what a position he was forced into To take the team um, You know For a, a huge game like that And you know Throw in the Cameron Harpers The Armstrong Oko Flexes The Karamoko Dembele's and, and all the others that played And, and then Thinking they'd got the three points to lose that in injury time to, to Kevin Nisbet It was just Everywhere you turned There was another story It's funny you mentioned that actually Because Daz turned up With his airpods in today And told me he was getting advice Off Hugh Keevans For what to say <laughs> On the show tonight But he's got them out now And he's, he's listening to us We'd love for you to call us 0141-951-1025 Right now Don't you hang do around realize, You do realise That wasn't one of his airpods That was one of his cotton buds For his nose <laughs> At Clyde SSB There's a toilet brush He's needing for that At Clyde SSB On Twitter Or the phones Give us a call at Let us know what's on your mind Gordon the whole of last week and, and then rumbling over the weekend There was always a lot to take in here Like you know mm-hmm. You had the You had the, the pandemic side of things You had the, the PR side of it You had the football side of it And They've all now Collided in a calamitous fashion For Celtic Which leaves them 21 points Behind Rangers Now That's happened Very quickly Some people had Faint hopes that, that that it could be pulled back But all of a sudden Rangers go and beat them In the head to head The six pointer if you like And then that last night Combined with Rangers winning At the weekend You don't need me to, to spell out the arithmetic That even if Celtic win Those three games in hand Which is looking unlikely Can mm-hmm. Celtic even beat Livingston At the weekend With a, a shadow team They are still Miles away from this Rangers side Who keep winning Oh this league's over gone uh, There's absolutely no doubt of that 
I think the only thing that spares Celtic a little bit just now, and they're in the headlines for all the wrong reasons. There's ex-Celtic players. Everyone's out there criticising them because of the Dubai trip. It's backfired with uh, obviously last night. Could you imagine that this was a t- a title race that was very very close, and Celtic have gone to Dubai and put themselves mm. in this position and put ten the road risk as well, Gordon. I, 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 it baffles me, it really does I totally take on board about the regulations And they were allowed to go But common sense surely should have The, 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 the thing is though, Roger, I was going to say Gordon says, can you imagine this, this title race was close But in some ways, the fact that it's not Is, which, is what makes this worse for the Celtic fans Yeah, and you, you mentioned in the show on Saturday, Gordon You said the fact that the SFA weren't heeding the advice of the First Minister And instigating an investigation into the Dubai trip You said, is that the last we'll hear of this? <laughs> and I said to you, well, not if Celtic returned some positive tests Now they're back in the country yeah. um, Little did I expect, you know, not just a positive test But 16 other members of staff put into self-isolation mm. It is, if you could have summed up Celtic's season in a sort of 24 hour period Then it would be that 24 mm. hour period yesterday uh, Yeah on that note actually To all you Celtic fans Who tweeted on Saturday afternoon And said uh, For goodness sake Or words to that effect Are you lot still going on about Dubai? I'd be interested to hear your thoughts As to whether it's appropriate To still be going on about Dubai now 01419511025 Let's hear from Gavin Strachan Then we'll hear from you Get your thoughts in right now He says they don't regret their trip to Dubai Despite what's happened in the aftermath He says it was frustrating to lose the late goal last night But believes he saw plenty of positives After a disruptive weekend Yeah, tough one to take uh, the, the players put a lot into the game and We thought we'd won it with a, a moment of magic And uh, yeah, just a frustrating time And the manner of the goal was, was, was quite a tough one to take Yeah, I think when you factor in those, those, those things you just said I, I thought the, the performance was, was very good There was a lot of energy in it There was a a lot of endeavour which you, you would expect and there was, there was moments of, of good quality as well for, for me it's been a whirlwind but you, you, again you've just got to do your prep and, and everybody uh, at the club has been very very supportive we've all just kind of knuckled down pulled together um, and to try and get the, 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 the three points but again it was frustrating we couldn't do it there's regret that, that, that one person uh, caught the virus but there's, there's not a regret in terms of permission that we, that we got to go the, the protocols that we that we followed that we have done the, the whole season it, it's just uh, regrettable that we that we got one positive which we could have got at any time really 01419511025 let's get straight to it with Jerry who's a Celtic fan in North Yorkshire does this look any better from North Yorkshire than it does from Clyde Bank Jerry not at all Gordon I've been calling uh, for the removal of Neil Lennon since uh, September August September some from the Ferry Paros match I'll tell you something where I am just now there's a, a non-league team called Fazla Celtic I don't know if the panel are aware of them but they're actually acting more professional than Glasgow Celtic just now an absolute disgrace I'm ashamed and that was they could have avoided this cold car crash if Neil Lennon resigned or was sacked at the Ferry Paros game his, this, 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 this is his legacy now I won't remember Neil Lennon as uh, the trophies he won as a player or the manager. I won't remember Neil Lennon now as Celtic as a man who destroyed 10 in a row. I think he's the most unprofessional and the most laziest manager we've had in our history. And that, my advice to Neil is now, please stay where you are, Neil, now. The days in management are gone. They're gone. Please stay where you are, Neil. Right, to be fair to Neil Lennon, Jerry, in, in terms of Dubai... 
how much of the blame are you giving to him for, for that? What, what do you know about the process which led Celtic going there? Was it his idea? Did he sanction it? I know you're frustrated about the football side of things, but this latest debacle, how is that Neil Lennon's legacy? Well, his legacy for me has been 21 points behind the league and destroying 10 in a row. The league, his legacy is now the league 10 and all been over in January. Take the Depay thing. The Depay thing's a separate issue for me, Gordon. Uh, that I think Neil, obviously, a, man, a, a decent, a headstrong manager would have said, no, Peter, whoever's made the decision, no, I don't think we should be making this decision to go to Dubai, given the state of the full country, the pandemic, everything else. Yeah, so, but hold on then Just to, just to be clear is, So that's Neil Lennon's fault For not objecting to Dubai Rather than the people Who who sanctioned it in the first place yeah, The way I'm looking at it Neil, Neil Lennon To me Neil Lennon looks at, look, Looking at Dubai as a, as a holiday for him That's the way I'm looking For a bit of sun on his back Doesn't strike me as a sun worshipper For what it's no, worth But no. I, get, I, get, I get Jerry's more serious yeah, point I, I can understand Jerry's a, obviously A very disappointed Celtic fan And 10 in a row now is gone I think Every Celtic fan will admit that. There's no way back for Celtic. But I just think he's a bit he's a bit hard on Neil Lennon. I don't think that Neil Lennon is the the sole guy that made that decision to go to Dubai Gordon. There are people above him. If they decided that the team weren't going, Neil Lennon wouldn't have a say in it, let's be honest about it. So if all the boxes were ticked from that side. Well there might be a happy medium. I I, I don't know yeah, what probably. I don't know what the discussions are, but Maybe there would have been an opportunity for Neil Lennon or anyone for that matter to say, by the way, this might not well, be a good idea. Did the, anyone ever think to raise that the, point? The midwinter trip to Dubai was actually done at the behest of Brendan Rogers back in the day and has been, until this season, a rip roaring success for Celtic. But in keeping with everything else at Celtic this season, it's been an unmitigated disaster, Gordon. Um, everything that Celtic and Neil. And the players and the board have touched this season. Almost everything has gone wrong. So should we really be surprised that the Dubai trip has gone wrong? I'd, you know, I know Jerry is frustrated, disappointed, annoyed by the, by the whole thing. It, the Dubai trip has just basically topped off everything. Mm. You know, it's topped off Ferenc Faros, Sparta Prague, Ross County, the protests, the COVID, the Earlier in the season, COVID incidents, if you like, involving you know Edward and Christie and the players that come back from international duty and, they've and, and out, miss. Have, and you're miss trying to tell me that they've out bolly ball and gollied bolly ball and golly. That's easy for you to say. <laughs> bolly ball and golly. I've been practicing again, that all again, afternoon another, as well. Another episode of just this this incredible season, and I would think there will be. I think we said it in the show at the weekend. I think there will be an enormous mm. changing of personnel at the club at the end of the season, and probably. Almost certainly, including the manager. Jerry, what about this reaction then? How does it feel as a Celtic fan? You've been, you were hanging on the line, and we played the clip of Gavin Strachan. He's talking about not regretting the trip. You know, he says it was frustrating um, what's happened, but but not regretting the decision to go. How how do you feel about the reaction? I think it's max of pure arrogance, Gordon. Actual arrogance. Uh, I listened to the watch the game last night, and uh, and the Walker was spot was spot on. No team in Europe. No team in Europe has travelled to a, a European training camp this year at Christmas. No team whatsoever. No team whatsoever. And I'm disgusted. Well, there's fans that can't do this, can't do that, can't see him again, paid top dollar but, uh, for money, and they're spawning off to Dubai. You mentioned Andy Walker there, Jerry. Did you see his interview? Uh, fascinating his interview at the tail end of last week when he discussed his own sort of personal experiences of this. I think Celtic were due to go to the south of Spain 
Yeah, that's right. New Year 89. Lost the Old Firm game 4-1, fell behind Rangers. And the day they were going out, Billy McNeil cancelled the trip and gave the money to a local school. And Andy Walker said he turned a, a PR disaster into a real PR coup for the football club. Do you think Neil and the players would have regained a bit, you know, a bit in the eyes of the fans if they had just pulled the plug on it after the defeat at Ibrox? Absolutely. But there's, there's, no, there's no respect for the fans or the people who pay the money into the club, Roger. Simple as that. And that's why the fans are so frustrated. As much as the Dubai thing doesn't help, I think the biggest... That's an understatement. Yeah, but I think the biggest problem for Celtic fans is, as Jerry said there, we're into beginning of January. Ten in a row's gone. It's away. There's not even a fight put up with that. Now, you can put the blame at Neil Lennon's door because he's a manager. And even Neil Lennon's a manager goes, I'll accept the blame, I pick it. But have a look at the recruitment this year, Gordon. It's been dreadful, right? I think the players... And I think did, did people season. not? I think people have acknowledged that though, and yeah. you know, if, but if it's you, a collective yeah, thing look for at, me. Look at the chronology of it. We got to a stage where Celtic thought that they maybe, just maybe, had an outside chance, but now even the outside chance has gone because of Dubai. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, I don't. I don't think Dubai obviously coming back. That's why well, I'm coming s- back with a, a vastly reduced <laughs> squad and dropping points at home. Uh, to Hibs. That, that uh, doesn't do you any favors. Yeah, and and I'll go back. G- Gavin Strachan did say we didn't. I, Look, I feel for Gavin Strang. What else can he say? You know, he's been. I watched that boy getting put into a situation last night. I thought was a bit out of his comfort zone. Let me just say that. Uh, thank you very much to Jerry. Let's bring in Jim, who's in Kilmarnock. How do you see it all, Jim? Oh, good evening. You know, I'm just absolutely scared. Um This has been an absolute capitulation to within at the club. I mean, this calendar year, we've released mere statements about we have got points. You know, when you look at it, the bare face righteousness of that board and the management. I heard his auntie Jerry there, and he's saying he's feel for Neil Lennon, and he's not saying it. I mean, how long have he been involved in football? No, no, I, did, I, didn't, I didn't say he had no say in it categorically. I'm just, Jerry was more, Jerry was at the opposite end of the spectrum and had Neil Lennon booking the flights himself to Dubai, that's all. Just try to provide yeah, a bit yeah, of context. I'll tell you that, but, but I'll, I'll tell you what he should be doing. He should be booking his train back to his house. You know, he should boot the door. This is absolute... I mean, it's sickening. They think that they can just wander off away to Dubai. I mean, Julian's out for four months. And he takes him to Dubai. He can back... What he should be doing is sitting in the house and looking for another centre off. Well, funnily enough, you bring that up. Let's play the clip of Gavin Strachan explaining the Christopher Julian decision to take him um, and the fact that Shane Duffy played last night as well. He leaves it more difficult you know it, it does but there's still a lot of football to be played um, we've got to, as I said just pick up as many points as we can and hope that, that other factors may be changing our favour Gavin many fans are wondering with Christopher Julian injured why did he take the trip to Dubai? So it was because of um, just to maintain get, get his treatment with the people that, of the backroom staff that were going over there it was to carry on his, his treatment to get him back fit as quick as we can uh, well, well, yeah, I can understand the frustration from 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 everybody because obviously we, we end up playing with a with a weaker team. But you know, that, that could have been uh, could have happened if we were, if we were training at home as well. It's, it's, there's a lot of lot of teams up and down the, the, the country and in England as well who are, who are suffering with this. Just the the Shane Duffy situation, we thought that he might have been in a new bubble, wouldn't be available. Yeah, so so he, he, he could come back into our bubble on the on the back of a, another negative test. So he was he was fine to come back into it. Uh, Jim, that was the point you were making, Christopher Julian. I just, I mean, the, the boys went for four months. We go and take him on a trip across to Dubai. 
you know, he catches the COVID and comes back and look at the team that he put out last night. You know, the manager should be worth his salt. You know, he's getting paid a salary to improve the team. There's a transfer window opened and he wants this one across there sitting pints outside the poolside and then he's going to go to the house paying money when we can't get to see our team. It's absolutely disgusting. Yeah, disgusting behaviour and anybody that can try and try and defend the man. You know, he's had it now. Out. It's got to be. I mean, Europa League Mullins 4-1 to Sparta Prague home and away. Two old firm defeats. One each St. Johnson in the league at Parkgate. Where does this end? It's calamity after calamity. Where, where, where would you see it anyway? Because if you see it, and I think we're all agreed, the league title for Celtic's gone. Celtic could win their next seven games 3-0 without Rangers kicking a ball and they would still be second in the league. Um, there might not be a Scottish Cup if you listen to some of the pronouncements from the SFA yesterday. I've said there'll be a big changing of the guard and I think that could be in every department of Celtic in the summer. W- would you start it now, Jim? Or you know, would you let, if there were bids come in for... Edward or Christie or Ayer or any of these players in January would would you take the money and try and start the rebuild now or is it more realistic to wait until the summer when there's more chance of you know get, getting the players you might want to take you forward Listen you've got to try and change things in the here and now I mean every caller can be on, can be on to this show and, and be rang. we need change now the change has to go to, to win back the trust of the fans there is no way that I mean and even Peter as well Peter has to go he can't sit there and treat us with contempt time and time again. As I say, every statement that comes out is a self-righteousness. I've been great for the last nine years, but, but I, I, you know, it just it's utterly bewildering how anybody can sit there and defend them. I'm interested in that side of it, the, the PR, the communication between fans and club. That, that seems to have completely eroded, Roger. Um, the word sorry sometimes is, is really powerful, much more powerful than you give it credit for. I'm not saying it fixes everything, but just a little bit of... A little bit of contrition Is yeah, that what listen, the Celtic fans are looking for? Listen, it does seem like it, it's a constant um, A stream of statements Which are, are along the lines of Oh you know it, it could have happened anywhere And we're actually really good at these protocols well, Contrition's a good one Contrition's a word that's been used By a lot of former Celtic players And commentators etc In the last 48 hours Now even if Celtic weren't Desperate to jump up and say Sorry Hold their hands up and apologise to the supporters I think where they've gone wrong is John Kennedy speaking at the weekend, Scott Brown speaking at the weekend, Gavin Strachan speaking last night, and mainly the club's statement yesterday. Not only did they not show any contrition, they're actually doubling down in this. Yeah. And they're, you know, they're saying, we were right. Yeah. Now That's the point I'm trying to make, because words can't fix this, but without they've not even managed to... Reduce the heat by 2% If anything they've cranked it up yeah, And that, that yeah. has to be a and problem I, I'm, I'm not saying for a minute They need to stand here and apologise Yeah maybe maybe but, I was a bit strong with the sorry But, but you get where but I was going I do get where you, were, where you were going And I know what Jerry and Jim mean as well But I, I think where they've gone wrong Is this determination that they were right Yeah I can't, I can't disagree with uh, what Roger says I, I do think there's a divide now between the supporters and the football club, which is incredible. I heard the strong words of the ex-player last night, and I thought he got them bang on, uh, I've got to say, Gordon. Uh, he spoke with uh, pure passion, and I think that's the way that the Celtic fans feel. Uh, as regards to where do you start, because it is a, a, a major rebuilding now from top to bottom, I think you need to start now. Um, I think that you've got to look at 
you know how you're going to go forward you must have a plan and I think you've got to start right now because the league's gone thank you very much Jim in Kilmarnock 01419511025 give us a call after the travel we're going to hear from Jack Ross because you might have picked up that Hibs weren't best pleased about what went on yesterday as well we'll hear that next you are the voice of Scottish football call 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Gordon DL is here Roger Hanna is alongside him And you can get in touch 0141-951-1025 You can tweet us as well Clyde SSB Let us know what is on your mind At some shows You know we might think Oh I wonder what the big talking point Is going to be tonight This is not one of those nights by the way um, It's fairly obvious where to start There is lots to get through after this So if you've got any other topics on your mind Do feel free to share them Let's bring in Kevin who is a Celtic fan from Bishop Briggs? Kevin, how would you how would you sum up how you're feeling as a, a Celtic fan this evening? Uh, good evening, panel. Um, well, what to describe it? Absolutely heartbroken. Absolutely heartbroken with what's happening at my club just now. There's, there's something's got to change. It's it's a, it's a nightmare to watch. It's you're dreading every game that's coming up, every tie. You don't know what team's going to turn up. It's Oh, Celtic's my life it's, it's everything I'm about I go home, I'm away I've been on my social media Screaming 10 in a row For for years Rangers have been to the bottom tier of Scottish football And they're back And, and 10 in a row's done The, the dream, the dream's done It's through the windy it's, the, the dream's finished I, I'm, I'm, I, We've got t-shirts made We've got flags made We've been singing 10 in a row for years and, and now it's out the windy and oh I don't know it's hard for the boys it's, uh, I've got a lot of my friends Rangers supporters friends on social media and it's relentless it's back and forward um, and I just didn't expect this to happen I just I don't know what the panel's thoughts on on that how what, they, what their thoughts on that are. didn't expect it to happen is that that, that is the understatement of the year, isn't it? Because I mean, you can <laughs> listen. You can win and lose titles. Everyone had Celtic, you know, very much favourites to win. But you know what? If if they had been a little bit off it, or the pressure, or, or people recruitment not quite right, and Rangers, because by the way, Rangers are absolutely flying. So you know, you can't you can't take that away. Rangers are not going to win this league all because Celtic have capitulated. Rangers are going to win it because they've also yeah and, been and relentless. No, listen, but the way I'll, that it's, I'll, it's take, transpired, I'll take you back to the first of August. Would you put Audrey does? Aberdeen mm, nil Rangers won. No. Trying to think. First of August, anyway. Was it? And no. we do we do the predictions. I didn't at, remember where it was this morning. That's true. We do the predictions at the start of the season, and there was the usual chant that you know Celtic are favourites to win the league, um, to get ten in a row, and the, you know the argument was well, ten in a row has never been done before. You know, you would have fancied Celtic in the seventies, Rangers in the nineties. They didn't do it, so there would be a counter argument that yes, this Rangers team had the uh, potential to go and win the championship this season. But if you had said that day in the 1st of August They would be sitting here in the middle of January And Rangers would be 21 points clear Having dropped only 4 points all season Having conceded only 6 league goals all season And that Celtic would have You know, dropped points at home at Hibs on a Monday night And fallen effectively Even if they win their 3 games in hand They're still 12 points adrift with a goal difference as well So you're with, with a goal difference I think the difference is Something only to 23 goals Or something like that Gordon No no one would have believed it I wouldn't have believed it Daz wouldn't have believed it You know Kevin wouldn't have believed it This has been 
one of the most unpredictable seasons I can ever remember. Kevin, you say you know it's, it's broken your heart. At what point did that finally break? At what point did you give up the ten in a row dream? Oh, old fun game in the second. Any time you get beat off Rangers, it's it's heartbreaking. But to to lose that to lose that game the way we did, Rangers not even having a shot on target. It's, it's You've got to take your hat after Rangers have been absolutely outstanding this season. I mean, there's Celtic fans out there who will stand and say Rangers are this and Rangers are that. They're no Celtic fans there, but they've got to take their Celtic glasses off for five minutes and just realise that this is the first challenge we've really, really had and and we've failed. And and we can only really blame ourselves. If you look at the board, but the amount of money that Celtic's pulled in over the years while Rangers were rebuilding and rebuilding and we've brought in this X amount of money for this player and that player and the money's not be getting just been getting spent we've just been expecting 10 in a row to happen because there was no challenge see Rangers have brought in Stephen Gerrard and the miracles that guy's worked in the last couple of years given he's not got any trophies so far but he's just won the league he's, he's just stopped 10 in a row he's going to go down and history as a Rangers legend yeah, so Kevin, Kevin it's not just the board that thought it would happen obviously supporters and you're one I just hope you've got the receipt for your t-shirts get your money back but um, I think it's the way that it's unfolded this season Gordon um, you know Rangers were always going to be a threat did we think they were going to win it by January absolutely not I don't even think you know, the Rangers fans thought that. As much as you've got to congratulate Rangers, they've been absolutely brilliant. It's there for everyone to see the points, the goals against, the goals for, the way they're playing. They've beaten Celtic twice in the league. Uh, for Celtic, for some reason, it has just every single thing, every decision this season has went completely wrong for them. And I do believe that, you know, there's a big divide now. There's a big job at Celtic because you've got to bring the supporters and the club back together. There's a big divide now. Celtic fans are not happy, and you can th- everybody's thrown Dubai into it. Yes, that's a major, major part. The fact that they're so far behind Rangers, the way they've been playing, the signings, the way that you know things have happened at the club. So there's a big uh, rebuilding job at Celtic, and I, ov- I honestly believe it's got to start now. Don't wait till the summer. What would you do next, Kevin? As a supporter, what would you do? Yeah. Just, just like the panel said, I, I reckon we've got to start now. We've got to Neil Lennon has got to go as much as he's done what he's done for us. It's that's all in the past now. Then triple treble, whatever that that means nothing. But that's all in the past. That we were going for ten in a row. You need to understand the the magnitude of this. This was enormous. This was the holy grail, like we've all been saying, and it's and it's in tatters, absolute tatters, and. I'm in tatters. I just my heart is broken. Celtic has broke my heart. You know, like, like seriously, it's, it's a hard, hard, hard pill to swallow. I'll tell you. Uh, but Kevin, I'm, I'm feeling okay. <laughs> Honestly, that's what football does to you. Kevin, oh. please look after yourself. You sound yeah. you do you sound heartbroken for what it's worth. Thank you to Kevin uh, and Bishop Briggs. Jack Ross, Hibs manager, says they requested additional testing for Celtic players ahead of yesterday's game. After concerns from his players' families um, He says Hibs have a duty of care To protect their players As best as they possibly can You will now know We told you on last night That request was denied By Celtic By the league And obviously uh, The game went ahead But here's what he had to say 
certainly from tea time yesterday through to pretty much immediately before we arrived here has been pretty full on um, certainly not a build up I've ever had before in terms of preparing for a game and it wasn't something I would like to repeat in terms of you know everything that we've had to go through and the conversations we've had and discussions and you know it's, it's a unique season in that respect but it'd be nice to just be a football manager again if you like and you know hopefully that'll happen in the near future I don't know if I'd say frustration I think that, that the club were looking to be as responsible employers as they could be and I think they felt that as a duty care their players and staff that it was the right thing to do. I understand that there's 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 obviously games of have went on when there's been positive tests. This was the first occasion whereby maybe players' families had expressed some anxiety. And I think that's due to the, the prevalence and the speed of transmission and everything that is going on in, in, in the wider public at the moment. And I think players are fairly robust, however they will take on board what the loved ones will say at times. And I think that that was that was probably the the catalyst behind it, if you like, and, and just seeking assurance, not necessarily for the players themselves, but maybe for those that, that were asking the questions about for them to, to play the match. The players, you know, certainly not one single player stepped off the bus in, in, in any sort of anxious state about playing the game. Uh, it, just when this story didn't need any more strands, Roger, they, you've got that one, which is is massive. I know a lot of focus goes on, on Celtic and what's happened to them, but Hibs players say they felt a little bit tentative. They wanted Celtic to test again, but Celtic said, "Well, no, we, we don't need to. The protocols say we don't need to. The SPFL, are, you know, ag- agreed." Um, is that right, or, or would it would it be just been better just to, to try and to do it and, and it put people's undo- minds? It at would ease? undoubtedly have been better to do it. I don't know. How difficult it is to arrange at short notice Whether that was the issue um, It's you, you know Listen The SPFL and Celtic say It's not in the rules They don't need to do it That much is correct But maybe it would have been the right thing to do it To give Hibs A little bit of comfort Because Right through society People are worried about COVID-19 People in society have seen what it's done to friends To relations To people they know To work colleagues Etc, etc Unfortunately the pandemic is showing no signs of easing The figures are going in the opposite direction So it's only natural that Hibernian players and staff When they go to their work Have anxieties over COVID-19 It's only natural that they would make the request um, And I think there was a a fair degree of disappointment, shall we say, from Hibernian. They didn't get the request accepted. Mm. And they've even gone to the extent that they've now got an assurance from the league that if there are any COVID-19 related problems in the squad, shall we say, between now and a week on Saturday, there'll yeah. be a postponement of the Betfred Cup semi-final against St John's. I mean, Gordon, I've heard all the counterpoints. You'll have seen them on social media. Well, hold on a minute. Hibs played against oh. St Mirren straight after they had um, three positive tests and, and there wasn't an extra round of testing required then. Hibs played... Who in the cup remind me? Dundee. Um, in the cup, there was a part-time team. Yeah, there was a part-time team. We also um, played Dundee, who I don't think were testing at that stage. And with Dundee United had nine cases and nine people isolating, and there wasn't an additional mm-hmm. round of testing. So I've heard all that. But, but at the same time, if Hibs are genuinely from a good place in their heart saying we just wanted to be careful, what you know, what's wrong with that? No, I I can understand where Hibs are coming from, especially when they get up in the morning. They don't even know the game's going to go ahead, Gordon, first and foremost, and obviously everybody concerned about their health. Why would... Uh, I can, uh, they're both sides to this because Celtic are within their rights. They're not breaking rules, once again. But just for a goodwill to put everybody's mind at ease, why not just go and get the test? Why? It's as simple as that. Just go and get the test, and it's like a goodwill and try to... Build your, you build the club mm. back up a little bit, uh, but unfortunately Celtic, you know, decided not 
we've uh, we've done what we had to do and, and stuck by their guns. Not, not sure there's an awful lot of goodwill between the two clubs at the minute, given the, the fury over the delay of the fixture anyway. Good point. Thomas is in Colsyth. What's your take on all of this, Thomas? Hi, Gordon. Hi, Hi Paul. Hi, Thomas. Uh, it just seems, it seems to get a lot worse up with this better, Gordon. Uh, I was just listening to you there about Hibs asking for, to get the players tested. And See, to be honest, I, I, I thought that was the right decision to, to, to obviously get, get them tested rather than sell it and say no, no one will do it. I know it's in the rules, I know, but as Gordon says, it was a, a good will test, you know what I mean? Because it's, it's, it's absolutely getting ridiculous now to sell you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's crazy. We need to start rebuilding now. Can't wait to the end of the season. Um, I just feel that we need we need to start rebuilding. I mean, the league's the league's finished. The league's gone, as far as I'm concerned. Well, I mean, Thomas. Aside from Dubai, which I can't believe I'm I'm saying that because it's quite a big thing. But aside from Dubai, the league deficit was such a couple of weeks ago. Um, you know, the fans were outside, a lot of pressure on the board. Celtic then issued a statement saying that progress would be reviewed in the new year. I imagine that's now. So, what do you expect to happen on that front? Gordon, I expect Peter Lovett to come out and, and say and say something at least. Surely he's no he's no said this as a kind of smoke screen to the supporters, and he's just not going he's just not going to come out and say anything. He needs to come out and say something, Gordon. He even said he said he's going to review it in January. We're in January, and he, nothing's been done about it. None's, he's not come out and said we're doing this or we're doing that. You know, I just feel that. It's, I, I just, as I say, just in the Lennon needs to go as far as I'm concerned. Well, that, on that, Gordon, because it's such mm-hmm. a, a web here, right? Dubai is is a, the biggest disaster, certainly, or it is at the moment. Um, how much of that can you really pin on Neil Lennon? But uh, as the manager, he's obviously part of the the twenty one point mm-hmm. deficit. Will he see out the season? Uh, well, it's funny because he got a vote of confidence not that long ago saying they were going to go at the end of the season with him. Well, no, they said they would review it in the new year, which is now. Yeah, but the the fact that after losing to Rangers, um, they've not made that decision tells you that they're quite happy no, to... No, I, I think they have made the decision and they're going to stick with the manager to the end of the season. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, I thought I th- they came out with a statement saying that and... You know, so they've got to go along that road. The Celtic fans aren't happy. I, I do see where Thomas has come from. I'm very surprised that Pierre Lowell's not come out, Gordon, because uh, he knows his club has taken an absolute battering just now from everywhere, and f- even from ex-players that normally do not criticise. Um, everyone's jumping on the bandwagon. They're having their go, and I agree with them. Let me say I agree with them. So I think it is time for the head to come out and say something and be seen to addressing the problem. Yeah, thank you very much, Thomas and Kosaito. One four one nine five one one zero two five. Right, I can see what's happening on on the screen here because the producers obviously next door taking the calls. Right, but I can see a uh, a gentleman who phones up this show from time to time, and he's he, he wants on tonight because he's saying that the Rangers fans are are, are calling him out on social media. Roger, they say that <laughs> that he's been posted missing, and and they almost want to hear. His take on it So we'll see if I can get him lined up next 0141 951 1025 This
This is Scottish football's league leader, Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Roger Hanna and Gordon Dieller here 01419511025 in the phones at Clyde SSB on Twitter it's one of those nights Roger where it's so busy that we, we need to talk football we can't let Gordon have his usual 10 minutes of madness but did I just overhear him before I put my headphones back on asking you if you thought it was a good idea for him to become a delivery driver on his bike delivery did I, did I hear that right? No what, how the conversation started was he's now, now his hips back the way it should be he's trying to get a little bit more exercise <laughs> And he actually said to me He was considering becoming a kangaroo man <laughs> Funny you mentioned that Because you know how I've been I've been outing him recently For the things that he gets wrong Like song lyrics and so on This Do you know what They're so ridiculous That you'd think I'd made this up You know the The relatively well known character From the Star Wars series Darth Vader Yes I have heard he, of his work yeah, yes. He was scrambling about trying. He's never seen any of the films Knows nothing about it And he was scrambling around For that name earlier And the closest he could get was Black Arthur <laughs> Mm-hmm. Black Arthur I, yeah, Honestly not, I, not a million miles I've away. never seen any Can, I, can I just I offer you know. One piece of advice mm. If you are indeed Thinking of becoming A Deliveroo mm. Deliverer Other delivery Companies yeah, are available Yeah yeah As long as you get a company bike. Don't bother going to Mark Wilson's door Because you won't get a tip oh, You certainly won't Right Um if you are keeping an eye on the English football um, I'm not sure many of you are tonight But just he's getting warmed up for the Euros Nice and proper Ryan Fraser booked twice within the space of What, a minute, a couple of minutes And he's been sent off uh, for Newcastle So let's go back to the phones 01419511025 The next caller is calling in from Dennis and Laurie What have you got for us tonight? Uh, first and foremost, panel A very belated Happy New Year to you And to you, you Laurie Me too, Laurie uh, You know, I... A couple of my, my mates had alerted me uh, earlier the day to people that were expressing concern about me on social media. One wonderful fellow called John uh, had posted uh, that uh, I was a missing person, Laurie Faye Dennison. Uh, John, uh, if you're listening, no doubt you will be. Thank you so much uh, for your concern, pal. It really is very heartwarming and reassuring. Uh, to know uh, that people are, are thinking about me. Uh, I'm still alive and kicking, uh, John, albeit barely kicking. 65 now out, mate. And uh, can I just reciprocate by saying I hope you and your family are doing okay as well? I have no idea who John is, Laurie. I'll be, I'll be completely honest. Um, I, I'm sure he does wish you well. What's your take on, on Celtic's current situation? commented on uh, one of the, uh, the, the, the fanzines yep. uh, earlier uh, the day. Anyway, I, that was nice of John. I just thought I would say that. Regarding the football, which of course is what matters uh, on the field, I, if we dare recover from this god-awful mess that we've got ourselves into uh, and end up prevailing, Lazarus's role in history will be relegated uh, to a warm-up act if we can pull this off, you know. Certainly a mountain uh, to climb. Uh, there's no point in kidding on or beating around the bush. The decision to jump on a plane and go to Dubai in the midst of a pandemic was an act of monumental stupidity. Okay? Uh, no two ways uh, about that. And to say otherwise would be plain daft. Uh, where the team is concerned, I think that uh, we are reaching uh, a situation whereby we're maybe looking at the end of an era. I mean, not a bad haul when you've got four consecutive trebles under your belt. No team, however, as I said in this programme previously, has got a divine right to success. As disappointed as I might be uh, that the, the, the 10 
uh, is looking on lately now. I've got to be a realist. Uh, there's a wee publication, the three years will be well familiar with the wee red book. And if you look at that, uh, no team uh, can create a dynasty that goes uh, unchallenged. Uh, I'll conclude my comments, Gordon, by saying that I think there's going to be wholesale changes at the end of the season. Your three loanees will return to the parent clubs, Slagsalt, Duffy, and El say Them guys are up here on the busman's holiday, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, three other stalwarts uh, of, of the last uh, few years, Ayer, Christie, and Edward, I reckon that the three of them will be looking for pastures new. So the bottom line is there's a rebuilding job, and I think it will go either of two ways. They'll either bring in uh, a jamboree signing, uh, cognizant of the fact that they've got to sell season tickets if people are allowed back in the grounds uh, as of next August. Uh, so I'll go either that way, or should Neil Lennon leave by mutual consent or, or whatever, uh, then I think that they might be inclined to go the Rangers route and look upon a long-term project. And if that happened, my money would be in Scott Brown. Uh, we had an experience number two uh, to see him through uh, the first season or two. The panel's thoughts. Um, lovely to hear from you live from under your bed, Laurie and Denison. Um, no, I, you know, you, you make some good points here, and uh, obviously, uh, you're honest enough to say that, uh, you know, concede now that would be a major miracle for Rangers to lose the league and Celtic to go and win it. On your, on your, I think Scott Brown as the captain, the servant, and everything that he's achieved for Celtic will be a part of, uh, Probably a new structure of a coaching structure, but I do not see. I think it's too big a job uh, for him again just now. And I know that you can look at Stephen Gerrard, but Stephen Gerrard was over the, f- the few years he came up there. He had Gary McAllister beside him. I know you're talking about an experience. I just think that Scott Brown will need to settle himself into it. I think that Celtic will be looking for someone like you said. Hopefully, we get back in that in the stadiums and support our teams to really put bums on seats because if Celtic Park was open to the, the public at the weekend I would honestly say the top tier would be closed the Celtic fans wouldn't be there so it needs it needs a, an attraction it needs a Brendan Rodgers type to start it again and uh, it'll be interesting to see the path they go down but I do believe that Scott Brown will still remain at Celtic as part of that rebuilding Laurie you've always been very supportive of the manager Neil Lennon how does his position look now? I think it looks almost untenable if I'm being honest with you I, and uh, you know I've got a great deal of sympathy for him uh, Gordon I, I think uh, that the most culpable individual in this uh, this situation is still to find themselves in just now uh, and I'm not really you know looking for repercussions or retribution or, or witch hunts but I think a person who must shoulder a large part of the blame and responsibility has got to be the guy, Nicky Hammond, uh, who's in uh, charge of recruitment. Uh, the guys that have been signing, uh, they have all, with the exception of Turnbull, uh, failed miserably uh, to make any uh, impression. Those are the ones that have been brought in uh, this season. Uh, and he's been beset with all sorts of problems. Uh, Lennon, I'm talking about players uh, having to be quarantined 
uh, after uh, being in uh, environments uh, where coronavirus uh, was was uh, virulent. But I'm not going to say nothing uh, until I say this. Uh, I have in the past been dismissive of Stephen Gerrard. And I need to be perfectly blunt and say that Rangers stuck by their man. I couldn't see this coming. I've said that before, right? I cannot see this coming. The reason being, uh, Celtic won uh, a league season that was called short last season, but nonetheless they won it by a 13-point margin, albeit Rangers had a game in hand. So I couldn't see how they could resurrect their fortunes. Thus far, Stephen Gerrard uh, has contested seven trophies, domestic trophies, if you include the League Cup, and hasn't won any. So if you're a Rangers supporter, you would need to say to yourself, uh, well, the, the, the board were prepared to persevere uh, with this guy. And if Neil Lennon does go, uh, his place in Celtic's history is assured. Uh, he uh, goes over the line uh, for the fourth consecutive uh, treble, uh, treble, sorry, which was started with Brendan Rodgers. Uh, his uh, place in the annals of sporting history is, is, is assured OK Laurie Going to have to leave it there Nice to hear from you We're running late for this Let's move on Beat the pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news And opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk Slash football Beat the pundit time Your chance To embarrass Gordon DL Or embarrass Roger Hanna And win a signed ball In the process One of my favourite parts Of the night 0141 951 1025 Lines close at 7 o'clock So be quick Tackle the headlines 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Gordon DL and Roger Hanna here with me Gordon Duncan on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard Twitter is just just blown up because of everything that's happening it's it's so busy and lots of comments coming in about uh, Dubai and the football and the title race and Celtic situation and the callers that have been on and I just saw one rogue tweet in there that really liked your Black Arthur uh, confusion rather than Darth Vader. There's <laughs> just one one guy who loved it, which is I'm so I'm glad that we managed to hit home somewhere. Daz is maybe ahead of us here. That, that was maybe his working name when they started doing the movie in the seventies. Roger, I honestly have never watched it. Never, never. Don't yeah. know anything about it. Well, I've got five Star Wars questions for you on this. With the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online, thescottishsun.co.uk/football. I've got a theory that Mark in Kilsyth is a bit of a sadist, right? Because Mark's a Celtic fan, so he's having a tough time of it at the moment. And he lost and beat the pundit a couple of years ago, and he's come back for more, he says. Mark, is this your idea of cheering yourself up? Oh, it's just take my mind off it. If I'm a Celtic, put my head in, so right, I right. beat the pundit. What a distraction, if nothing else. I'll take that. that. It's a backhanded compliment. Right, heads, you'll play Roger Hanna minus one. Tails, it is Gordon Diel. And it is heads Oh Roger Hanna minus one He's and not I, played for a while Roger No Could be no, rusty might be, might be the first this year Easy Maybe do as well as you did At the start of the year Easy tonight mm. as well by the way okay. Easy questions So Easy I think speed tonight. is going to be key Speed At which point you'll accuse me Of reading the uh, questions don't, don't, too slow uh, It's yourself you need to tell that to Not me <sighs> Yeah Come on Mark Okay um, I'm going to give Roger some Clyde 2 to listen to Just so that he doesn't know What you're saying Mark 30 seconds on the clock You're head to head with oh, Roger well. And you can Pass Like I said I think speed's going to be key tonight If you don't know it Pass quickly And we'll move on okay mm-hmm. Right let's do it 30 seconds Time starts now Who made his 50th consecutive start For Celtic last night Paul McGregor Who's the joint top scorer In the Scottish Premiership Along with James Tavernier 
Misbit Greg Stewart joined Rangers from which English side? Birmingham St Johnston and Dundee United last met in the League Cup who won? St Johnston Which former Rangers manager signed James Tavernier? Matt Warburton Who are the current holders of the Scottish Challenge Cup? Forza Which former Rangers player earned 32 caps exactly for Croatia? Perso Okay, let's bring back Roger Hanna Roger, can you hear us? Oh, that was quick I told you I'm on the ball tonight, you ready? Oh yeah, go Same set of questions to you, 30 seconds starts now Who made his 50th consecutive start for Celtic last night? Callum McGregor Who's the joint top scorer in the Scottish Premiership along with James Tavernier? Kevin Nisbet Greg Stewart joined Rangers from which English side? Birmingham St Johnston and Dundee United last met in the League Cup Who won? Dundee United Which former Rangers manager signed James Tavernier? Mark Warburton Who are the current holders of the Scottish Challenge Cup? Wraith Which former Rangers player earned 32 caps exactly for Croatia? Yelovich Okay, okay Mark I thought you said those were easy I thought they were easy Mark, what did you think? Mm, I don't know, right, I think Oh, yeah, that was a good Mark, game Mark, go That was a really good uh, game There's four balls here What one do you want? One, two or three Yeah, by the way, what's been happening? <laughs> we've just signed so many of those oh. balls during the break I didn't realise we had such a backlog um, <laughs> Apologies if you're waiting on one, by the way Right, let's find out Now, Roger starts from minus one Bear that in mind, okay? So, who made his 50th consecutive start for Celtic last night? Callum McGregor, you both got it Oh, right, okay Roger trails by one Who's the joint top scorer in the Premiership along with James Tavernier? Kevin Nisbet, both got it. Roger trails by one. Greg Stewart joined Rangers from Birmingham, both got it. Roger trails by one. St Johnston and Dundee United last met in the League Cup. Who won a 50-50 chance? It was Dundee United on penalties, only Roger got it. Mark went St Johnston, Roger is level. What a game this is. Who signed James Tavernier? Mark Warburton, both got it. Oh, this is good. So are we level then? We're level at the moment, yeah? Uh Uh-huh. Who are the current holders of the Scottish Challenge Cup? It's Ross County. None of you got it. Oh. So we're level. Which former Rangers player earned exactly 32 caps for Croatia? Roger went Jelovic. Mark went Dado Perso. Oh, what a shout. Oh, that's a great shout. This could be I'm, good. I'm now panicking. It's probably Nico Kranjka. The answer is Dado Perso. Oh, Mark has done it. Well done, Mark and Superb. Well done. Can we now do away with this minus one nonsense, Gob? No, we can't. Well done, Mark. The sign ball is on well its done, way. Well done, Mark. Bro, thank you. See, the, the call earlier was it was was Ken from Kilsyth. No, was it not Thomas from Kilsyth? Thomas. Was it, was it Thomas? That's fine. I don't, don't worry. That, 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 that was me setting up a wee joke that clearly doesn't work. I should have thought about that before I tried it. Right, Mark. Enjoy your signed ball. That That's a, a great game that wasn't was, it? That was very very good indeed I've got to say Well done Mark Just hang on the line Mark uh, Chris the producer Will speak to you And get your details That was that was great That was a joy to watch Is that, is that you seriously Trying to get Minus one The shackles off Oh I think it must be Yeah nah, I think you should Gordon I think he's there For oh, the you've, de- you've denied You've denied the listeners A scintillating Nerve shredding tie break Tonight Gordon I was going to give isn't you a tie break question listen, What was it? This, what is, was it? this isn't for my benefit It's for the benefit of the listeners to increase the excitement oh, do, you, do you know the thing is though I was going to give you the tie break But we're lazy We like to just use it Let's give you it anyway Aye. See who wins out of you two Aye. Right okay Go, Just for a bit of fun right, okay. How many times did Scott McDonald score for Motherwell and Celtic combined? Just out of curiosity um, We're going to need to oh, get a new tie break I've got his bang on That's fine Sorry producer Chris is raging I've just used his, his tie breaker Right let's see Okay, Gordon Diel goes 1-4-1 Roger Hanna 1-1-7 Hanna scooshed at 93 
Absolutely squished it. Seriously? Yeah, seriously. Ah, well, I'm not very good. Uh, Mikey's on Twitter says that by any chance is one of those balls mine? Yeah, very, very oh, possibly. Why? Mikey, there are loads sitting here. Chris will need to get his his red fleece looked out and do his Royal Mail impersonation. <laughs> that's, that's, that's can drop it off when he's doing his kangaroo deliveries. Well, this is here. true. Very, but very true. I tell you what, you you, you shouldn't criticise too quickly having a go at me about winning you, this year. I said to you, I'll do the same as you. Yeah, you lost. Right, so one four one nine five one one zero two five. There are other stories in Scottish football today, by the way. I know it might surprise you. Leanne Dempster is the chief executive of Queen's Park Rangers fans. What do you make of Derek McInnes confirming that your club is interested in signing Scott Wright? Is that a thumbs up from you or or not? What do you make of it? You've signed players from the Premiership in the past with mixed results. So is that the type of target you should be looking at? Yes or no? Um, we'll hopefully get round to that at some stage. We do have a game tonight, Roger, as well. With half an hour, uh, 35 on the clock, it's Dundee United 1, St Johnston 1. Um, it was Louis Perry who put Dundee United in front and then Guy Melamed headed home. His first for St Johnston uh, to level things up. Yeah, and listen, we've waited a long time to see Guy Melamed. He came over um, the autumn time from Israel. He's not been able to get into the team. I think Callum Davidson was struggling to get him any kind of bounce games just with weather and COVID restrictions and things like that. So he's had to bide his time to get in, but it looks as if he's taken his opportunity tonight. Okay, 01419511025. That is the number you need. You can tweet us as well. We're here at Clyde SSB. Um, I think we're about to speak to Mark. In the Gorbals, yes we are. Mark, how are you tonight? What's your point for the panel? Hi panel, how are we doing? Good, how are you? Um, I'm actually pretty disgusted to be honest. I was listening to a few of my fellow Celtic fans um, coming out and really giving Neil Lennon a hard time. Um, Neil Lennon has devoted many, many years to Celtic. He's jeopardised his safety of his family, himself. He's been sent bullets in the post. Um, he loves and breathes Celtic. Um, they, absolute sort of that he was getting and still getting by a lot of new breeder Celtic fans to me um, is, is really, really shameful. As in terms of the whole um, COVID thing, I don't think a lot of Celtic fans realise that isn't it actually Neil Lennon that makes the decision to go to Dubai um, or go on these breaks. There's people higher up that are uh, obviously carry out robust uh, assessments. Um, obviously, safetyness in that as well. Um, Neil Lennon is only responsible for obviously managing Celtic and um, coaching the, the, the club. And um, I think this season it's just been we've been really, really unfortunate. Um, everything that could have possibly possibly have went wrong with us has went wrong. Um, in terms of the COVID, in terms of um, obviously uh, Europe as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to be fair, Roger and Gordon, the the points gap you expect to to come back on Neil Lennon. You, you expect him to take a lot of the flack for that. I didn't quite expect the level of criticism aimed at Neil Lennon for Dubai that, that we got in the first first part of the show because I'm, I'm not sure how much... Yeah, that, I mean, there is a point that maybe he could have objected but it's, there's a bigger picture there. That can't be all his doing, is no, it? No, not at all. Absolutely not at all. I don't think you can lay this at uh, Neil's door. Yeah, he could have easily went to the board and said, look, 
we've had a, th- a think about this. You know, we're quite happy to stay at home. We're quite happy to cancel the Dubai trip. But Neil Lennon isn't the one that decides. As Roger said, he doesn't go up and buy the tickets and put them all in the plane and say, right, let's go. Um, where where Mark's right is Neil Lynn's coming in for a lot of criticism That's just the nature of the job now Gordon The Celtic fans are absolutely devastated By January 10 the row's gone The challenge is out the window So they've got to vent their anger Their anger then stops at Neil Lennon He's the manager But for Neil Lennon For his career at Celtic Football Club You've got to say it's been absolutely brilliant As a player as a manager winning trophy after trophy, as a guy that came back when Brendan Rodgers left and took up the helm and worked as hard as he did, he's got to take a lot mm. of credit for that. Yes, they're disappointment this season. Of course they are. And Neil will know that as an experienced guy, as a manager that's managed Celtic before. He's managed Tibbs, he's been to Bolton, he's been around. So he knows the fact it's coming to him. And I think he'll accept that Because I think he's an honest, honest guy And he'll, mm. I've got a lot of time for him But I just think it's the end of the road for him that, yeah. That's to that's buy, Mark What about the football side then? So Celtic Trail Rangers by 21 points As we stand here on the 12th of January D- Does that reflect on on Neil Lennon? You mentioned the tough time he's been through here And everyone understands and sympathises with that But how much of that is How much of that Matters in terms of of judging the job that's that's been done on the football pitch this season. Yeah, guys, I'll be totally honest. See up until um, the match at Ibrox, I was very very confident. I felt it still in the league. Um, as I said, it's the only time I think in history, probably one to Google actually, um, that I've actually known for a Celtic team to play at Ibrox and uh, actually lose. And uh, the compromise Brooks actually not getting a shot in target the whole game. Uh, but it's just absolute peculiar misfortune, and the fact that we've got three games in hand as well. Um, and obviously this COVID thing that's come up, it's it's nobody's fault, you know. What I mean, it's it's a act of God if you if you, if, if you like, you know. But um, another uh, point. Uh, to, to be fair, though, Mark, yes, t- to an extent, but you then. Are responsible for the decisions that you make within that pandemic, or you not? Sorry, what was that? I, mean, I just, I just mean, I'm wondering if it's coming across a bit. Like, well, you know, COVID, we, we can't control it. It's, it's, it's a virus, and it's everywhere, and you know, there's not much more we can do. As uh, that's not what I'm saying at all. What, what I'm saying is, is that in terms, of obviously, last night. Um, there's absolutely nothing that Neil Lennon could have done about that, you know. Or Celtic as where it is really, you know. Um, what next then? How do you see this this playing out, Mark? I've, they're, they're dwindling. I'm, I'm pretty sure we won't hear from many Celtic fans who think the league is still on. There might maybe some out there. I don't think we've had any on the phones. Um, what next then? What does the rest of this season look like? How, how does Celtic take it forward from here? And I will never ever. Give up my hope of still winning the league, even though it's very unlikely. Um, I'll remain faithful through and through, as every Celtic fan should, um, until it's mathematically impossible. Oh, so you, you've not given up on the league yet, no? Of course not, and I've never will. Um, it's, um, as I say, I, I bleed absolute dynamite. Um, I, I love my club to death. Um, I will never, I will never surrender, as I say. Um, 
10 in a row is my ultimate dream uh, to happen. And uh, until it's mathematically impossible, I will never give up that dream. Um, there's one more point I'd like to make. It's interesting um, from the fans, from the slopes of Ibrox Park. Um, see, see if, and it's a big if, if they do happen to win the league this year, um, would it be 58 titles or would it be 55 or would it be one title? I'm just a bit confused because... Um, Seem to be kind of chalkman changing because the, a couple of years ago they claimed that Division Three, Division Two, and the Championship were major titles. Then they get changed. So I'm just really interested to hear from uh, those particular fans um, how many titles they've actually got. Is is that is that what's keeping you warm tonight, Mark? That that that's what's the forefront of your mind this evening. No, it's just it's just an interesting thought, you know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> interesting is one word yeah. for it. And if you're ever cold, Mark, phone up Kevin. He's got plenty of t-shirts he can sell you. Roger. Well, you're puzzled, Mark. Leave us your details, and then if and when Rangers complete this title, we'll make sure everybody does let you know whether it's fifty-five, fifty-six, fifty-seven, or fifty-eight, because. Um, I, I think you'll definitely hear from the Rangers fans by the end of the season. Um, Mark had, you know, wide ranging points though. Neil Lennon and Mark's not given up yet. He's, 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 mm. which is fine. You know, I, I don't necessarily like it when it's all one way. I like to hear every side of it. I'm a bit surprised. Yeah, I didn't l- think there was l- many. L- listen, who, who... There's going to be a defiant element among the Celtic support that it's not over until it's over. And in a sense, you have to admire that because, you know, football supporters. By the very name Are there to support Their team Back their team Through thick and thin And after Nine years of Thick And the last four Being very thick This season has been Extremely thin For Celtic And at every turn Just when the Celtic fans Think Things can't get any worse They do seem to get worse Just look at yesterday Gordon uh, Just before The break I can tell you St Johnson have taken the lead At Tanadice Chris Kane with a header a few moments ago So it's Dundee United 1 St Johnson 2 Thank you to Mark uh, And the Gorbals Let me tell you about this Clyde 1 Show me the money Yes we had another winner On today in our brand new game Show me the money Douglas and his wife Anne She was there as well Took home £12,000 Yeah Oh yeah What what Unbelievable <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. As you can tell, they were delighted, and you would be as well, wouldn't you? Uh, they've been stuck in missing their three grandkids during lockdown. That was the moment that we told them. Now, the good news there's even more cash for you to win tomorrow. And remember, if you've entered already, you stay in the draw until the end of the month. We were ears to the radio that in the office, Gordon Deal, waiting on that one to find out if they would answer their phones earlier on. You were just jealous uh, that it wasn't you. Mm-hmm. Um, the next game is worth £14,000, so we're upping it for your chance to win. Text YES to 61025. That is YES, Y-E-S to 61025. Now, the texts are £2 plus your standard message rate. You need to be over 18. The full terms and online entry for this Hits Radio Network Scotland competition are on our website. Then tomorrow, showtime. After 5 o'clock, Gary Spence will make one phone call and to win all you need to do is answer your phone within five rings and 14 grand is yours how good does that sound so to play show me the money right now text yes to 61025 taking your calls on scottish football 0141 951 1025 this is clyde one super scoreboard Roger Hanna and Gordon DL are here 0141 We're on Twitter as well at Clyde SSB uh, Just before the break we had the caller Mark on 
Um, who said, you know, would not give up the title, refusing to give it up, believe Celtic could in theory still do it, defending Neil Lennon to the hilt. Um, and Chris Park tweeted in to say, wait, was that Mark Wilson? <laughs> I'll <laughs> wait till Thursday He'll be the same he, he's, he's too busy Running around the streets Of San Antonio Looking uh, for an Omega watch, watch uh, Stolen by Roy Keane If you don't have any idea What I'm on about Please go to our Twitter feed Scroll back to Saturday And listen to the story About Mark Wilson's Stolen Roy Keane Testimonial watch It is sensational It really is 01419511025 uh, Got a full time teaser For you mm. lot as well Um I'll just leave this bubbling away in the background We don't need to spend too long on it But it is quite tricky Eric Duff wants to know Can you name 10 players To play for the losing team In a Scottish Cup final this century With a Z in their surname oh. <laughs> it, It's out there It's left field 10 players to play for the losing team In a Scottish Cup final this century With a Z in their surname Oh, catch yourself on with that Um the century There's always a clue In the question Gordon So the first cup final Of the century Was when Aberdeen Lost 4-0 To Correct. Rangers Hitchum 0 Alley There we go See when you've got This guy in your team He you might I've have lost it, beat the pundit I've, But he's You're in safe hands I've not even heard of him Behave um, Any more um, And what about Recently then So the most recent one Would be Celtic beating Hearts And they of course Played each other twice Didn't they yeah, right, so you're going to look at players in the Hearts team. I'm just going to push through Zamal. Yes, well done, Zamal. Any more? Um, um, you think in Hearts wise? He's got it in the tip of his tongue. Uh, look at that face. Black uh, Arthur uh, uh, is uh, your Star Wars PG. character. Sorry, is it, uh, you're so PG. bad at remembering PG. names, PG. song lyrics. Can mm. you remember football players' Don't names? Stay, uh, no, I. I, I in the hearts, is it? I can't pronounce it. Help him out, Roger. Uchi Ekpiazu. Yes, well done. There we go. You can't remember song lyrics or Star Wars characters, but you eventually got there in the end. Thank you. Any more? Leave it there. I'm now going through the final 2001. Did Yannick Zambarnardi play for Hibs? No, but you know, that's not a bad place to stay. David Zatelli. Yes. And then the other obvious one from that team would be. Hey, Frank, no? Frank Sozi Yeah oh, look, You're absolutely scushing it You thought that was a tough question All of a sudden You've got five down And five to go So we'll leave it there 01419511025 um, On the phones um, At Clyde SSB on Twitter Just seeing what else is coming in uh, On there um, What about Scott Wright To Rangers Rangers fans Any thoughts on this This is what Derek McInnes Had to say on the topic This afternoon there's been a conversation at boardroom level. Um, after the game, I spoke with Stephen yesterday. He called me to, to say that they, they, they would have an interest in Scott in a pre-contract, and um, but they wanted to do things properly. You know, and that's not always the case with, um, when it gets to players running out of contract. So we're uh, appreciative that Rangers have come through the front door and did things properly. And you know, I've, res- I've resigned myself that Scott um, was leaving anyway. You know, we've made our first offer to Scott first week in October I think it was and we've never really had anything back encouragement wise from Scott or the agent to suggest that it would take this for him to stay and never really gave us a chance of any sort of counter offer so he's I've resigned myself really over the last few months that the likelihood was Scott was leaving at the end of the season and um, and nothing's really changed on that you know I'm not surprised that he might have other interest Um, I think there's more than just um, uh, one club interested and uh, but 
nonetheless, Rangers have um, illustrated that they um, they have a, a, an interest in Scott, and you know they could do a pre-contract with Scott really anytime. Um, but um, I think in an ideal situation, we would we don't want to lose Scott as a key member of the, the, of the team, as you know, and has been this season. So we're disappointed we're losing him um, come the end of the season, and it's up to to us if we receive a good offer it's up to the board really to weigh that up um, from Rangers or whoever um, and to see like, any of our players if it's an, op- an opportunity to, for Scott to move on before the end of the season So not a rumour not speculation Derek McInnes confirming Rangers have been in touch um, to you know express an interest in, yeah. in Scott Wright what do you make of that? Um, this will be done by the end of the month I would suspect Really? Yeah I would think so when it gets this far the managers are publicly speaking about it and it's clear that the player looks as if he's going to sign a pre-contract Look at him and Brophy from Kumarnak to St Mirren uh, Paul McMullen's the other one, the Dundee yeah, clubs, isn't it? Across the road in Dundee So um, I would suspect this will be done by the end of the month I can't imagine an Angels will pay too much money They might not need to you What's might, your thoughts you, on him, Roger? You, you might end up with a deal I was just going to say where maybe a Greg Stewart or a Jordan Jones Might end up going to Aberdeen mm. for the rest of the season well, fun, Funny you mentioned those two names because Going to the Scottish market can can be brilliant. It can give you a Glenn Kamara. It can give you a David Turnbull, albeit yeah. with a big fee. Um, it can also give you a, a Jordan Jones or a Greg Stewart, who are very good Scottish Premiership players, but maybe don't quite take our biggest clubs to to, to the next level or, or nail down a a place. Is that is that obviously the challenge for Scott Wright? Of course, isn't as we just asked. You know, what, what, what do we think of the player? Is one you would like to get a run injury free? Yeah, you know whether that's at Aberdeen or at Rangers or elsewhere, that that has been the problem for him. He's never really had a decent run of games in the team. Um, by all accounts, people who see a lot of Aberdeen say he started the season brightly. He did well for Aberdeen, and then unfortunately suffered an injury again. So there's clearly a talent there. I think at 23 years of age, there's progress in him as well. Does you know he, he can get better? Um, he's also one of these lads. You know, I'm never sure whether he's a winger. Whether he's a number 10 I don't think he's a striker Is that not part of the The appeal though This idea that he can play In, in those three well, then Because it, that would suit Rangers it Wouldn't possibly it Possibly is mm. Because if you look at the guys Who tend to play in What we would say The wingers for Rangers They're not really wingers exactly. are they They talk in Ryan Ken Yanis Hadji if, if Roof's playing in a three While Morelos is also playing He's tucked in So maybe Stephen Gennard sees him I can't imagine he's going to oust Ryan Kent or Yanis Hadji Or Kemal mm. Roof But of course you need backup You need squads Calvin is a Rangers fan from Bathgate. Is Scott Wright a, a signing that you'd be in favour of, Calvin? Um, hey, hi, Gordon. Hi, Pam. Hi, Calvin. Uh, um, I was just because um, you obviously for Rangers to come speak about. I think he's actually a good one for the future. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. He's um, he's only twenty three. I'm right in saying. Yep. Yep. So I mean, as you said, looking at going command and that, we only paid fifty thousand pounds for him, and now he's. People are saying he's worth up to twelve to fifteen million, and the same thing can happen with Scott Wright. If we get him on a decent, decent price from Aberdeen on a free contract, and we use him and we get him played a few games, and if he proves himself and we use him a lot, then I think we could make the money out of him as well. To be honest, yeah, I mean, Gordon, twenty three is not that young, but he has had difficult injury concerns. Mm-hmm. I feel like we've not really seen the. Well, I'm sure he'll hope we've not seen the best of him yet. What's your take on it? Um. I've not seen enough of him to say it'd be a terrific signing, Gorn. I watched him at the weekend. Was he a standout for me? No. Um, but you're right. Uh, obviously, Rangers have done their homework. 
they're very thorough when they go get into that situation with a player. Um, he's at a right age. He has had one or two, you know, niggle injuries, and he's back playing again. Um, and they're probably going to pick him up on the cheap if they get him in this window, as we know. And I think Aberdeen is well documented. Every club as well, not just Aberdeen, are desperate to get some sort of money in. So. Rangers are in the driving seat with that one I would uh, expect um, I just think that Steven Gerrard sees him and I think you make a great point the fact that I don't think he buy. I don't think he goes in and sign players just to play in one position I think they've got to get into a position where they can play you know along the three as Roger was saying there not as a winger mm-hmm. but can go out from a, a middle to wide to go and play mm-hmm. play inside as well so he could be a good addition to the squad just now Calvin, I think it's obvious a lot of people are making that comparison. Glenn Kamara is a prime example of when this market works and maybe Jordan Jones or Greg Stewart, good as they were for their previous clubs, haven't made an impact at Rangers. Is, is, there, a, is there a danger that, that Scott Wright falls into the latter category? Um, I'm really not sure. I mean, as a punt, and I can completely understand what the panel is saying, as a punt, because he's had numerous injuries recently, and I mean on the Sunday there they didn't play brilliant um, but I mean again look at Kamara all the Celtic fans when he first joined he said he's a £50,000 flop from Dundee but look at him now he's worth as I said between 12 people are saying between 12 and 15 million I mean I understand about Jordan Jones and Greg Stewart and things like that they, they didn't really spark off like they didn't hit the spark but I mean if we can get him on a cheap deal and we use him well enough and it might be improving You never know We could make the money You know what I'm saying Yeah absolutely um, Thanks to Calvin and Bathgate Let's bring in William and Cumbernauld On the same topic And see what he thinks What's your view on it William? No it's, it's Not kind of stole my thunder A wee bit there But as I was explaining there To the producer I mean we brought in Kamara And Good player But it's down to The management And the coaching staff To make them better players and Stephen Gerrard and everybody in the backroom staff have done exactly that with him. Mm. And he will go, let's be honest, he's not going to be there. Unfortunately, Rangers are a kind of selling club, but, but we're on a great pedestal. We're in Europe, we're doing well in Europe, we're cruising that league. Um, and at the end of the day, it's, I would say it wouldn't be a bad idea mm-hmm. to bring him in. Um, you, can only, you can only give the guy a chance and just say the coaching staff could make him a far, far superior player. Yeah, Roger, is that is that the thinking that that it's low risk? Because as we've seen with Jordan Jones or Greg Stewart or Jake Hasty, you don't have. To, in fact, it's impossible to get every piece of recruitment right. You don't have to yeah, get them right. You well, just have to get more right than you get wrong. Yeah, and all you can do at a time like this is offer a platform to the player. Now you see the way Glenn Kamara has come in and seized his opportunity. One of Rangers' best players this season. He looks terrific. Um, Fifty thousand pounds, you know, as William was saying. Um, there are others who just don't take the opportunity You know, Jordan Jones, one of the first chances he got in the Rangers shirt The substitute in an old firm game gets sent off for a kick in Moritz Bauer um, He has had other problems, other issues that have kept him out of the team this season, shall we say So here's a player who hasn't taken the opportunity that was offered him So all Stephen Gerrard or any other manager can do is take the player in mm. and say Here's a chance for you It's really a lot of it is down to the player whether or not they have it within themselves, to and you're, take not the breaking the ba- you're not breaking the bank. You're not breaking the bank. You're not breaking the bank. The wages, are, he's not got to be in the top end of the tier of uh, Rangers' wage bill. So yeah, at twenty three, 
Playing with Aberdeen they've, they've obviously done their homework The fans them And mm. that uh, You're right Gordon You can take a Jake Hasty And a Jordan Jones You know If, if they don't Greg, work Greg Doherty's another one Yeah You know Greg Doherty came in Didn't quite Take th- the chance And is now but, you I know, think where you put yourself In a problem uh, If you're a manager And you go and say To the board I want 3 million plus Massive wages And then it doesn't work mm. out But these guys You can always move them on to Other clubs if it doesn't But it's not a gamble William have you seen enough of them In games against Rangers Or, or in other games in the league To, to, to impress you? No I'll be honest I haven't seen a lot of them But obviously if they If, Steve, if, if, if the bosses get in for them Obviously see something in them So there's something he likes about them That he knows he could Enhance Or he could develop And it's something that's He probably sees a lot of potential in them yeah, I mean, that, and if we ever needed reminding that, that football is a results-driven business, this all, this trust, um, this, this belief that this player could be can be transformed or improved, um, it's a lot easier when Rangers are where they are at the moment. It, you know that they're, they're flying, um, which allows you to not not bother too much about the the examples of players that haven't worked out. Yeah, yeah. L- listen, I've got one hundred percent, and if Scott Knight comes in. Um, it'll be added to the squad this month. I think. I think we all all agree. Well, and as we say, it's up to it's up to the lad. But you know, it's easier for him if he's not coming into a direct title fight and he's not coming in with an expectation that he's going to be a first team player straight away and has to hit the ground running. He's going to get a mm. bit of a chance to settle into what has become quite a settled squad. He'll get time to bed down, and he'll be put in and out the team as a manager sees fit. Speaking of which, Roger, how important, if people keep using this Glenn Kamara example, how important is it Rangers get him a new contract? Well, you don't need to ask me about that because Stephen Gerrard has already said... I know, but he's not here, so it's easier to ask you. (laughs) On Mm. more than one occasion that he would like the board to tie down Glenn Kamara on a new contract. Um, I would think Stephen Gerrard, if you look at the league table... Carries an awful lot of weight at Rangers yeah. Football Club in a minute. I would be very, very surprised if Glenn Kamara did not get a contract extension along with Leon Balligan mm. and along with Alan McGregor, if Alan McGregor wants one. Speaking of me, you know, I, w- I wanted Roger's opinion there, Gordon. It reminded me, Saturday night, I was Saturday evening in the studio with Roger and, and Mark and Alex had an absolute nightmare when we left. I don't know if I told you this, Roger. Out onto Dumbarton Road, first set of traffic lights, pothole, Puncture, right? Now, in case you hadn't noticed, I've got the wee one at home. I was like, I've still got that spring in my step to get home and, and see her. And I thought, oh, this is a nightmare. I'm a bit of a modern man, right? Where I, I, I can change a wheel, but pff, it would be a bit of a hassle, a bit of a faff. And, you know, it was a bit cold. So I was finding any excuse that I, that, I, that I could do. So come back here, get the work car. No problem. Office is empty. Office is shut these days. Anyway, head home in it. I'll deal with it on Monday. So luckily, the, the, the good folks at Kilbowie Tires, just round the, the corner here in the industrial park, fixed it today, right? And I was amazed. No offence, please don't. But the guy told me that you were his favourite pundit. And it just surprised me. And I, I don't mean to offend you, because, I mean, I like you. You know I do. I, I like you. But He's I'll, got a spare tyre as well. So. <laughs> <laughs> but I just, I don't know. I always thought Hannah was the sort of unsung hero. You know, that kind of midfield. Not a fan's favourite. I just didn't have him down as a fan's well, favourite. I'm the Glenn Kamara of Super ah, Scoreboard. Is, is that what you're getting like at? Something like that. But there we go. You were his favourite. So. 
You're my favourite as well. I love to be oh, surprised. Oh, well, I knew that, Daz. You're my favourite. Uh, That's well, only because you don't like the rest of them. And because, <laughs> and because you help them on these teasers, and we're looking for 10 players to play in the losing team of a Scottish Cup final this century with a well, Z in their well, surname. Your colleague Stephen Mill has been on about Oliver Bazanich. Unused sub Here's doesn't a thing count. for you. Mm. Speaking of pundits on this show, oh. Jim Duffy. Oh, yeah, I know where you're going. 2003 <laughs> Cup final with Dundee. He's got a couple. Zurab Kijanisvili. Yep. Now, what about the left bag? Did Johnny Hernandez play? Yep. Is, uh, there, is there one more? Yep. Beto Carranza? No. Oh. No, the only I one. I it was an easier th- one. Oh. The only one I can think of is David Van Zanten. Nah. I'm afraid not There's one more in the Dundee team Oh, Georgie Nimzadze Nimzadze down, two to go We'll get them next Number one for football in Glasgow and the West 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Into the final parts of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard Black Arthur and Roger Hanna Join me uh, Still got time to get your calls in Or tweet us at Clyde SSB Roger, just when you thought you had seen everything in Scottish football I mean in the last couple of days uh, Comes along Are you familiar with the name Tim Long? Do you know who Tim Long is? No One of the writers in The Simpsons Oh right okay And he has tweeted um, Glory glory to the Highbies mm-hmm. I mean What's the connection? I hear you ask Well Jackson Irvin Who's just signed for Hibs yep. Has a Simpsons tattoo On his leg This has now been brought to the attention Of Tim Long Writer of The Simpsons And there you go He's tweeting glory wow. glory to the Highbies Scottish football everywhere Everywhere you look Brilliant you, you ever you seen The Simpsons Daz? No Never ever Never ever And, and Star Wars neither uh, No I don't even know what The Simpsons are what Oh are they shut are? Behave The Simpsons I've never seen The Simpsons in my life Yeah I, I, Yeah I know it in terms of watching an episode But Are they you, cartoons? You don't yeah. even, you're not even aware of Homer, what Bart no, Oh right yeah, I know what you're talking about oh, now geez. No I, Gordon I'm 50 odd years of age Why would I sit down and watch The Simpsons? I'm more David Attenborough type <laughs> And there flies a seagull over the thing. <laughs> we should have let you and finish that. That would have been awful. I've obviously missed that series <laughs> on the seagull. <laughs> I can just imagine you down Brandon Parade. Oh, For anyone who lives in Mullow, you'll know exactly what we're talking about, yeah. right? Um, anyway, from Tim Long, what about this teaser? Um, Eric Duff says 10 players to play for the losing team in a Scottish Cup final this century With a Z in their surname They must have played in the final uh, You've got Zlamal, Ikpiatsu from Hearts Kishnashvili, Hernandez and Nimzadze from Dundee Sozi and Zatelli from Hibs And Zero Ali from Aberdeen uh, What else have we got coming in here? Kenny has got one Kenny Vine's got one that you're still looking for Have we got two again? Milo wants a steward's inquiry on... Carranza at Dundee He was an unused sub Two to get I don't know any Gideon Zillalem Oh I got you that I give you that Yes well done Rangers 2016 Alright one to get We can leave it there Um, Let's bring in Derek Who is a Celtic fan From Hamilton How are you tonight Derek? I'm very well thanks Thanks for taking my call Just a a couple of things I want to get off my chest Mm -hmm. I mean Should Celtic have been to Dubai no, in the current circumstances, they shouldn't, right? Should they have took a, another COVID test last night as a courtesy to Hibs? Personally, I think they should have. But hearing some of what the previous Celtic fans have been saying tonight about being heartbroken and stuff like that, we do need a clear out. We do need a probably new manager as well. But we are the quadruple champions. We have won 12 trophies on the bounce 
We could still win the Scottish Cup, it would make it fair to you. The league has probably gone this year, absolutely. But come on, mm. heartbroken. That's way over the top, man, way over the top. And we never get ourselves punted out of the league, made in, liquidated or whatever. So come on, guys, get behind the team now. We do need change, absolutely. But come on, we've won mm. 12, 12 trophies in a row. We could probably win 13. To hear people saying that they're heartbroken, way over the top. To be fair, yeah. though, to, but to be fair, is that not just in that? That's just a per, that's an emotion. That's a personal thing in terms of the, the caller. Was it Ken? Um, what was it? Was it Kenny? Remind Ke- me. Ke- Kevin Thomas. was it not? Kevin. 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 Oh, sorry. Uh, Kevin was talking about. Um, you know, he he was emotionally invested in ten in a row. Derek, it, it's what he dreamed about. It's what he thought he was going to get. Now, now, now he feels heartbroken by it. I mean, you referenced Rangers liquidation twenty twelve. Is is that is that what makes you not that you're not that disappointed this season because of Rangers liquidation nine years ago? Is is that the way it works? What I'm saying is I'm gutted to we'll not do ten in a row, right? But we've never slumped. You know what happened to Rangers? Happened to Rangers? It never happened to Celtic. It could have happened to Celtic, but we Fergus paid the bills. Do you know what I mean? What I'm saying is to say your heart broken. You can't be as heartbroken as other people to see what's happened to your club in the past. Do you know what I mean? That's um, what I'm saying. And your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, I get it. God, so what? I don't know, Gordon. You're never allowed to be upset about anything because someone somewhere will have been more upset about something in the past. Yeah, I, I think Kevin was heartbroken because he's got 25 t-shirts and 25 flags at 3.99 a whip. But Gordon, oh, listen, on you, you'll be trying to get them off him for 150, yeah. and you'll be selling them on. <laughs> Sell them on. I, I think you. I, Derek makes some great points here because let's be honest, Celtic fans have had a jolly with us. We won in trophy after trophy, success after success, going through the Brendan Rogers era as well. So they've had a lot there to enjoy, Gordon. Right, so I think, so, that, so Derek, I think Derek the heart broken's at ten in a row. But, but that's what I'm saying. St- Derek makes great points according to you in the sense that he's listed off Celtic's achievements, which can't be argued about. But yeah. the bit that can be argued about is the season. What what that does for you now, as good as it's been, does that mean you shouldn't be disappointed now? Oh no, of course they're going to be disappointed, but you know you, you, you just can't you just can't wipe everything out. I think the disappointment is because of we keep saying it. You're in January, and it's all credit to Rangers as well. As much as Celtic have collapsed, it's all credit to Rangers. Rangers have been excellent. And you're in January And this dream that Celtic have The fans And as you say there We're making a, a, a little light joke here Kevin he, He's already seen in the future And bought t-shirts Everything They were all looking forward to it You're the, obsessed with these t-shirts Yeah I'm, I'm, I'm trying to let it go Yeah But I just I just felt that You know That Celtic fans Because of last year And the way Rangers come back for Dubai They just seem to have this thought It's a done job and it's backfired massively on them due to the fact how good Rangers have been. So, yeah, I think there are a lot of people out there disappointed and should be disappointed. Because as a fan, you want to win everything you possibly can. But you've always got to remember the good times that Celtic have given you. What next then, Derek? And we'll maybe spend a bit more time on tomorrow's show looking forward rather than specifically you know, back at Dubai. What, what's next for your team? Well, what's next is we try and win the Scottish Cup because the league's probably gone, right? Never say never, but it's probably gone, right? We try and win the Scottish Cup and we start rebuilding. We start rebuilding for next season. Do we need to sign some new players? Absolutely. Do we need to get some of the people that don't want to be there? Absolutely. Do we need need a new manager? Yeah, I think we do. 
Neil Lennon is a Celtic legend. Thanks very much, Neil, for the great times, but it's time to move on. And that's what I think needs to be done. Yeah, I mean, the guys were referencing earlier Dermot Desmond and some of the newspapers. Was that last week, the week before, Roger? I can't remember. It's all about essentially backing Neil Lennon and, yeah. and suggesting he would stay till the end of the season. Yeah, and I think Neil will stay to the end of the season. I think the players that Derek speaks about will stay to the end of the season. And then I agree, I think Laurie used the phrase end of an era. It is the end of an era. As far as I'm concerned at Celtic, I think there will be massive changes right through the club in the summer. And the club will go again. I think they will try and look to land another manager. He will then be given the scope to go and get another team because you can't really see... You know, somebody listed all the players earlier on. You know, the, the likes of guys who are coming towards the end of contracts, like Christian Ayer, guys who will attract bids like Edward and Cham, guys who are going back to their loan clubs like Duffy, Laxal, El Um There'll be other players offloaded as well, you would suspect. So, uh, if there is a new manager in the summer, and I tend to think there will be, it's almost mm. a clean slate for him to go again. Yeah, I mean, Derek, this the Scottish Cup, we don't even know what's going to. Happen with that unfortunately But but you're right Celtic Could win it How, how confident are you That they, they can do that Because by the way you know, you, I think you said Earlier on about Winning 13 trophies in a row But remember That wouldn't be strictly true Because the, the League Cup Has already gone for this season Well okay I made a mistake last night But It would still be 13 trophies Not necessarily in a row But it would still be 13 trophies mm-hmm. That's what we've got to be looking Towards Because as I said already The League has probably gone so that's what we need to be looking towards and certainly rebuilding for, for the next yeah. season. All right, Derek and Hamilton, thank you very much. 01419511025. I'd probably just recommend you take that number down and call us tomorrow because I don't think um, we're going to squeeze that one in. I don't think so. Um, during the break, I'll admit you, the three of us were talking and we spoke about Kevin Nisbet last night, didn't we? Scoring again. Mm. You're impressed, Gordon. Very much um, so. I said to you, mm, Euros... What do we think? Can he get on the bus to Hamden for the Euros? Um, Lauren Shanklin's there at the moment. There, kind of, you maybe fall into the, the impression that it would be one or the other. Um, and last night, Kevin Nisbet goes and strikes. Well, tonight, but ten Shankland? minutes ago, Shanklin has just scored from about the halfway line. Oh wow! Well, just inside the Saints' half, right? I won't, I won't go over the top, um, but, but it's still incredible. He's just inside the Saints' half, forty-five yards at least. Chip to keeper from there, and he's scored from there. Two-two. So. Good to see the Scottish strikers doing well Is it 2-2? It is 2-all We've missed a good game um, Yeah, I've, I've got to say that um, Nisbet has really impressed me this season, Gordon His overall play has impressed me Not just his goal scoring I think his link-up play His work rate Everything about the young lad I just think that coming from I think it was Wraith to Dunfermline And then obviously the step up to Hibs mm. and, and, and by the way, right I've seen it I'll show, I, I'll show you It is outstanding It's not just the distance it's the angle, it's the way he runs on to it. It is outstanding. Oh, yeah, take a bow, son. Yeah. All right, Andy. I think that line's been used already. You need to come up with something Who's a bit Andy? more original. Andy Gray. Oh, is that what he says? He no, I'd, say so. I'd say that was his eye. Was it? Would you not, Roger? Um, never mind that. What about a goalie? What about him? What goalie? Exactly. Oh no, he's my neighbour. I can't slag him. Are you joking? Oh, I might need to have you take the bins out one yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sl- he's in his oh, eyes. He's not slagging, I'm slagging him. him. Behave. Sandra uh, Clark, he, he, will, he will be disappointed to get beat from there. Well, to be fair though, is it not because his team have possession on the halfway line, and he doesn't think that they're going to suddenly lose it and someone's going to rattle it in from forty-five yards? 
You've got like to get my neighbour and he's six foot five, yeah, right? Yeah, you just you, you're fine with that. Yeah, but I, I give credit to Shanklin. Well, the good thing is he won't be listening, so because yeah. he's, he's he's busy flapping at Lauren Shanklin's shot as it sails over his head. So <laughs> he may be getting substituted as we speak. But um, I thought uh, it's a terrific um, piece of skill. I think See, that just sums you up, Roger. Honestly, glass half empty. I can't believe you're even thinking about the goalkeeper seeing a strike of that quality. Honestly, mm. negative. You take that opportunity and hit that from that distance. As, as great uh, thinking That's why the boys at Colbury Tires value me <laughs> Absolutely uh, the, the car mechanic's favourite They call you It's the award everyone wants Right I think we've got It's a wrench to leave the show at night Well behave yourself um, yeah, Honestly <laughs> For God's sake uh, You've got one left on this teaser uh, So thanks to Eric Full time at Clyde1.com If you want to send your questions in uh, Eric says tonight 10 players to play in the losing team In a Scottish Cup final This century with a Z in their surname Zlamal Ikpiatsu Zelalem Kishnashvili Hernandez Nimzadze Sozi Zatelli And Zero Ali One to get Is there any more than that Hibs team that lost to Celtic? No No Give us a clue Gordon Because we're struggling It's One of the finals You've not mentioned yet Ah right oh, Yeah that comes as a surprise One by The team Hold In fact Think about tonight's fixture In Don't the Premiership Dundee United St Johnson mm-hmm. So it must be from the team in 14 That Dundee United had Yeah Against the, St Johnson Against St Johnson exactly The Wilson was on the bench wasn't he Is it the goalie? Oh I mean I need his name Oh Shamatulski Nope oh, Don't look at me I've <laughs> Dundee United not have a few goalies With Zs oh, in their name oh, Right I'll, I'll tell you who else it wasn't And see if it helps It wasn't Zaluska Uh huh So it's the other one There was Shamatulski There was Zaluska There was Is a, a Polish lad? I think he was, yep I think if I tell you his first name You'll get his second name You might need to Radislav Well, maybe not I thought you'd have got oh, that Roger Hanna Come on Cherniak Cherniak Well done well We got done. there in the end Thank you Roger Hanna And Gordon Diel Thank you to you For listening at home It was uh, quite busy to say the least, we'll do it again tomorrow night, 6 o'clock. Mark Guidi and Andy Halliday taking your calls. In the meantime, stay right there. Callum Gallagher is up next. <laughs>